your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, yeah, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. Got a lot of things in the in the news today. The biggest thing today, the Lacrosse police shooting that happened August third. Police released the footage, the body cam footage of that shooting today, and it's a real quick quick clip, but it's really uh, interesting to watch, I guess. A little bit scary, even. We'll take a look at that video. We'll, We'll take a look at that video. We'll take a listen to that video because it's actually pretty interesting to even listen to. A little disturbing, so when I do play it, I'll I'll give you a little bit of warning in case you have um, young ears around, you know, because all the young kids listening to Lacrosse Talk PM. <laughs> um, with Officer Darling of the Lacrosse Police Department and a lacrosse man, they exchanged gunfire. You can watch that. The police actually they sent out one video. It's 45 seconds long, 44 seconds long. You can see the action in real time, and um, it's a little bit crazy. And then the police released another video that's four and a half minutes long or so, maybe five minutes, and it, they slow it down to one sixteenth speed. So you can you can see because in real time you can't see exactly when this guy pulls a gun on the police. And then the, the the officer backtracks, and then he comes back, and you can see the guy shoot, um, or it looks like. I mean, you can't hear it, but you can kind of you could see him point his weapon. If you if you look at it real time, it's almost impossible to hear or to see, I should say. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. If you want to see that video or those videos, wisdomnews.com, check them out. Then you can know what I'm talking about a little bit. Uh, way way more interesting to look at them than to. Uh, listen to me describe them i'm sure um but then if you go watch them you can maybe we could talk about this a little bit and i wanted to talk about police shootings and lacrosse because there isn't a whole lot of them i mean there's been some shootings that don't involve police um and not just lacrosse but like the lacrosse county i should say and if i'm forgetting any you guys can uh just let me know i i emailed tim grinky about an hour ago the lacrosse district attorney i'm like hey these are the police shootings I could I could find and that I could remember in my time. I've been in lacrosse all that long and wasn't necessarily paying attention to police shootings all that much. But I know one happened uh, in 2016 with a guy named Lexvold. He was swinging that logging chain and police had, coming at police and they sent the dog. They sent I think they, they, they shot him with rubber. They shot him with everything and threw everything at him before they actually had to shoot him. Um, in 2010, there was a on Alaska police shooting and a guy involved there with a 15 inch butcher knife. Um, maybe the, the craziest one might've been that Brzezinski guy that stole an SUV and the, the car had a one-year-old in the back seat when he took off and police actually ended up killing that guy. And then another, another police involved shooting, um, I, got, I wrote them all down just because I don't want to forget them. Uh, I believe involved a guy named Ritter. And this is the one I forgot. This is the one Grinky informed me about. So uh, Brandon Ritter was shot during a drug bust. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying. I'm just looking over my notes quick. Uh, yeah, he was in Holman, the Festival Food parking lot in Holman. And 
if, if I remember this right, or if I'm reading this right, an officer or investigator was like, Hey, stop. And the dude just ran him ran into him with his car trying to flee and, and ended up police ended up shooting him there too. 608-785-7914. If you want to rehash any of those, if you want to talk about this police video that uh, lacrosse police released today, body cam video of the crux shooting. Um, it's on our wisdomnews.com website. Uh, a couple of headlines that are also on the website are going to be up on the website soon. Uh, let me find these. Uh, this was a couple days ago, but I think it's it's worth noting. A rare bee spotted in Wisconsin hasn't been spotted in in many years. Uh, we'll get I'll get into details in a little bit about that. Uh, the GOP refuses to let Josh call our uh, settle a lawsuit under lame duck laws. Um, this was a really weird story that is it's hard to to even figure out what what exactly is going on. The the GOP won't let them settle a lawsuit. They don't know what the lawsuit's about. Lame duck laws that were passed after Evers and and Call won statewide elections don't allow them to just to do anything without the GOP's approval. But they don't even know what the lawsuit's about. Apparently, that's that's what the the word is. So <laughs> uh, they need to sign confidentiality agreements, and nobody wants to do that. So yeah, it's weird. It's it's like uh, walking around in the dark. Hey, can you can you come over here and help me? And then it's like who. Who are you? I don't even know who you are. Uh, it's, it's it's strange. It's a strange story to read. It's on wisdomnews.com. Um, another story up there, Racine, another uh, police shooting, but in Racine, a Racine officer shoots a man with a compound bow. So that was kind of an interesting story to read. And uh, yesterday, this story I thought uh, was pretty interesting. Minnesota's governor orders prep for legal pot. So when they Minnesota comes back in session, the government there comes back in session, the governor is like, hey, we're going to legalize recreational marijuana. And the uh, top Republicans in the Senate are like, nope, we're not. We're not even going to listen to it. Uh, Minnesota is the only state in the nation that has a split government. So the House is it's kind of like the U.S. government right now. The House is Democratic and the Senate is Republican. So you'd think either they get nothing done in Minnesota or they get more done, I guess. At least half things would get done, you know, because they go through the House and then the Senate would just say, no, we're not doing any of that. Kind of like how the U.S. government's working right now. Stuff goes through the House and the Senate doesn't want to bring it up. Uh, whether that stuff is crazy, you think, that the House brings up or not is your opinion. But um, And then Brazil is still on fire. The Amazon rainforest is still on fire. Um, and I just saw a story today. It's not even, like, maybe not, not even the most interesting or heralding fire going on right now there's some in africa that going on that nobody's paying attention to because we're in brazil for now uh maybe because of leadership there in brazil but the congo apparently have more fires and anglo apparently have more fires than the amazon rainforest but amazon rainforest very important in terms of you know it's been called the lungs of the earth so pretty crazy we're gonna hit news and we'll be back with on wisdom right after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm going to talk about these police shootings a little bit, or the police shooting that happened in August on August third. Um, but it, but a little bit of a, a history here. And if an officer is listening, I tried to call a couple of officers at the police station just to confirm 
if I'm not maybe not confirmed, but to see if I'm missing any of these shootings that's happened in in a while. Uh, Tim Grinke, the district attorney in La Crosse County, got back to me and and updated me. I had missed one of those shootings. Um, oh, also, Greg Gard was in town today, the University of Wisconsin men's basketball coach. I thought that was pretty cool. He's promoting his Guarding Against Cancer fundraiser. Uh, that's going to happen in La Crosse in a few weeks. I think in co- it's going to coincide. It's going to happen September 12th. So trying to think. I think the the Eagles, the UWL men's basketball team, plays the Badgers this year. So, But Garg did say today he's got big things planned for Kobe King, the former Central High School basketball player. So that was pretty cool to hear him say that. Um, so look for that on uh, our websites later today or later tonight. So a couple of these shootings that happened, 608-785-7914, 608-785-7914. I'll do that slower. Uh, Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Forgot to open that. We're also on Facebook Live if you want to watch my face my my face talking. <laughs> uh, let me see if any text came in. Uh, one text about the rainforest. I've noticed ever since rain forest started on fire i've been short of breath truth is our environment has never been greener proven by satellite imaging of earth um because of satellite images apparently our environment has never been greener according to this texter so since satellites have been invented i'm guessing i bet i bet the environment was greener a thousand years ago uh, all right so getting back to this these police shootings and lacrosse police released a video today of the shooting that happened August 3rd between officer darling and a guy named crook. Now I, I just, I didn't put the first names in there, so I don't want to get them wrong, but uh, we're going to listen to that video in just a minute, but just a little bit of history back on March 30th, 2010, a West Salem man was shot by an Onalaska police officer. Uh, the guy's name was Keith Marchbanks. He was 45 years old. He apparently had a 15-inch butcher knife. Uh, apparently, he stabbed his estranged wife in the chest and thigh. Um, I didn't read a whole lot about this story, so I don't get into it. But like that happened in March 2010. Um, October 24, 2017, Brandon Ritter was shot by police. A lacrosse man admitted to striking a police officer with his car as he attempted a flee to flee um, during a December. Maybe this happened in December. Um, lacrosse police investigator James Bancuso was thrown onto the hood of a car as Brandon Ritter was trying to flee a Festival Foods parking lot in Holman. Bancuso fired four shots into the vehicle before falling off. So that happened back in 2017. Uh in August 2017, Roger Brzezinski of Green Bay stole a Chevy Blazer from a woman in Huska Park, stole it at gunpoint. The woman had a one- and a three-year-old with her. She got the three-year-old out of the SUV, but the one-year-old was in the back seat when he took off, and a chase ensued, and Brzezinski ended up crashing, and police ended up shooting and killing that guy. Uh, the one-year-old was it, luckily in a car seat. She she or he, I guess, I don't know if the one-year-old was a boy or a girl anymore. Um, the one-year-old was in the back of the car, in a car seat, unharmed. So um, police ended up shooting that guy. Uh, 
and when police do that, they obviously they go on leave for a while. So that's where we're at with Officer Darling. Uh, today, Lacrosse District Attorney Tim Grinke said that Darling was justified in the shooting that happened on August 3rd at South 9th Street in Lacrosse near Cass Street. Um, we can listen to this shooting right now. The the video is up on wisdomnews.com. So there's two videos. There's one 44-second video, and there's one that where they slow it way down. So it ends up being like a five-minute video, but you you if you watch it, it's pretty interesting. You can kind of watch the 44-second video and see what happens, and then go watch the slowed-down version, and you can kind of see when Crook comes and goes from, from the uh, – from this, it's like a shed adjacent to a house, a little tool shed adjacent to the house. You can kind of see him come and go um, while this guy is shooting at him. But we're going to listen to this. So if you got like kids around, you can hear gunfire here. It doesn't sound like gunfire. It's a little bit muffled, or, you know, just because of the body cam video. But you can hear this crook dude screaming, and then the officer talks about how he was shot in the chest too. He had a bulletproof vest on, but. Um, so if you don't want to listen to this, maybe turn your radio off for maybe the next two minutes. All right, here we go. We're going to play this video. It's on wisdomnews.com. The police shooting that happened August 3rd. So you can listen to it. Obviously, you can't watch it. Can you talk to me? Go, go, go. I'm hit! I'm hit! In the vest! Get back! 64, I've been hit. I'm in the vest. I believe I'm alright. He's inside. There are children in the house. I am setting up a perimeter to the south in the red building. Red building. Southeast corner. Alright, that's the video. If you want to go to wisdomnews.com and check it out. It's pretty interesting. Uh, so what happens is... Officer Darling goes in and asks this guy to talk, and Darling grabs Kruk's left arm. Kruk pulls away and turns his body and raises his right arm. As Kruk's raising his right arm, Darling can see a gun with a large barrel, apparently, in Kruk's right hand. And that's you can see it on the video. You can really see it when they if you watch the slowed-down version of the video. Kruk continues to turn towards Darling and points that gun at the officer, Darling backpedals and begins to shoot. You can hear the first couple of shots. Uh, I think he shoots twice as he's backpedaling out of this tool shed next to the house. Uh, he then kind of gathers himself and moves back towards the tool shed. And you can hear, I think, maybe six more shots. And at first I thought, oh, the, the, the officer Darling shot six more times because, you know, that guy's in there. But if you watch the 116th speed video... You could really see as Darling point as Darling peers around the corner into this tool shed, hit the body cam shows Kruk is laying on the ground and he's got the gun pointed at Darling. So I believe at least one of these shots, I think there were six shots. I think one of these shots is the one that might have hit Darling in the chest in the bulletproof vest. And then Darling shoots a bunch of times. And then you can hear the rest. He calls for backup. So uh yeah, go check that video out. If you uh you want to talk about, you know, police shootings in the cross and not a whole lot of them. Shootings in lacrosse, in general, there there aren't a lot. It just seems uh, th- this video is really interesting to watch. Uh, 
and we've we've gotten a couple of these videos the 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 Brzezinski video I think I'm, I might have mentioned that one too no not the Brzezinski the Lexvold video there's also a, a video of Lexvold from I've got it up here I got it I got like 19 tabs open so I'll have to find it but that's that's the guy that had the logging chain and police I think they they tell him to stop then they shoot rubber bullets at him they send the canine at him um, he swings I think he hits the dog with the logging chain and he keeps coming at police and then he, they en- en- ended up having to shoot that guy too that happened a couple two years three years ago 2016 I believe that happened uh, so yeah these always these are always like really pretty scary when you when you start to think about okay in general you, you don't really think about what an officer does until these things happen and then you're like oh yeah you know while they're you know in <laughs> honestly i'm not trying to offend anyone any police officers out there but you just think they're sitting on the side of the roads waiting for speeders to go by um because that's the only time you ever really interact or even see police officers you drive by them and you immediately hit the bricks because you're going seven over and you only want to be going five over um, but then something like this happens and you're like wow police shooting okay but then 20 days later 25 24 days later they release the video and then you're like oh man wow okay this is this is the you know the the scary part of policing and and what can happen any day of the week while these guys are out there and you're, and you're just thinking like they're out there to keep people from speeding on Losey Boulevard, right? From going 35 and the 25, but every once in a while, not often, but every once in a while, the cross police ended up ha- end up having to get their guns and uh, they get caught in gunfire like this. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center, talk and text line if you want to text in or call in. We're going to take a, a little bit of a break here for Scott's comment. I don't want to do the news. I think Drew will do the news this time. Uh, and then we'll be back after this on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. I'm Rick Solom. Talking about the police video, the body cam video that Lacrosse Police released today from that August third shooting between Officer Darling and a guy named Crook. Uh we listened to that video a little while ago. So Officer Dustin Darling, uh, District Attorney determined, the District Attorney's Office determined, determined that Dustin Darling acted in self-defense when he was shot by Alan Crook back on August 3rd. We listened to that video a little bit ago. I'll play it in a, in a few minutes. I just kind of want to rehash uh, just what happened in that video a little bit if you hadn't tuned in before. Um there's a domestic disturbance that police were called to on August 3rd, South 9th Street, near Cass. Uh, from the video, if you watch, so there's two videos. There's one, it's about 44 seconds long, and then there's one that's 4 minutes and 40-some seconds long, I believe. That's slowed down to 116th speed. So after you watch the 44-second one, you're thinking like, okay, what's left to see? But really, if you if you see where the guy flashes his gun, this, this guy, Crook, Alan Crook, where he flashes his gun, you're like, you you could go to that 16th speed or 116th speed video, and you see, oh, there it is. You could see the gun in his hand and him point it at the police officer. And then when Officer Darling goes back into this, like, tool shed adjacent to a house, when he kind of comes back and you see the body cam peer into the doorway of that tool shed, you could see Crook on the ground 
gun pointed at him as the two, I believe the two exchange fire then. I mean, you just hear bullets, but you can't, uh, you can't really tell. I mean, Crook shot Darling in the chest. Darling had a, had a uh, bulletproof vest on. And, you know, we read about these stories when they, when they happen, you read about them. It's always interesting how when you read about something versus when you see the video. So sometimes I don't like to watch a video. I don't often like to watch like the presidential debates. I'm not like big on watching these debates. Um, so I, I guess you can kind of get a feel for how somebody speaks in front of a crowd or how, how they're going to talk against another person in a debate. But I, I kind of like to read about, you know, even if it's just the transcript, I kind of like to read that stuff. Unless it's a Trump transcript, because then it's impossible to to read, because it's full of ellipses and dashes, and 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 sometimes that's impossible to listen to too. <laughs> but uh, when when stuff like this happens, when a police shooting happens, and you read about it, you're like, okay, that's you know that's the what the police report says, and and news organizations like Wisdom News will, well, they'll try to sum up the the uh, police report and. And clean it up a little bit and try to describe it and maybe talk to an officer, talk to the, the chief or the sergeant, whoever was in, you know, whoever the police want to deem to us to talk to and kind of clear up some of the details from the police report and get the facts straight. But then that's all that, that's always interesting to read, but you don't ever get like the impact of what happens. There's no impact there. So when the police video comes out, it's it's a lot hard, more hard hitting. You're like, oh wow, that's that's what happened. I mean, you could have seen that. So the back in in 2000, well, this would have been back in December of 2016. This guy named Daniel Lexvold he got stopped by police, and he came at him with a logging chain. So and and the, the police tried to do everything before they shot this guy. They I got the story up now of Wisdom News. It's the older story, so you'd have to search for Lexvold. And there's a couple of versions, obviously, as we update it. But the police tried verbal commands, tasers, beanbag rounds, and a shotgun. Beanbag rounds from a shotgun. They didn't get the shotgun out. But beanbag rounds from a shotgun before they finally sent the canine named Sabi at this guy. And then they eventually they shot Lexvold twice because he wouldn't stop. And he's swinging this huge chain. So that dude got stopped a couple, I think a couple years later. Um, and he was going down the wrong way on Cass Street, of course, at 1 a.m. in the morning, so you could only imagine what happened. Well, you, you don't have to imagine. The police report says he he went to get out to perform a sobriety test, and a drug pipe fell out of his car, so imagine that. And then uh, when police tried to, you know, whatever the police were trying to do, arrest him or whatever, he became combative, and he was struggling with police, and then that guy said, good thing he didn't have my logging chain with me. So that was the joke that guy decided to make a couple years after he he was shot by police for swinging that logging chain. So uh, that was the Daniel Lexvold shooting. Uh, there's been a couple of really crazy, crazy incidents between police and you know whatever citizens, whatever you want to call them. Uh, Lexvold's probably like number two on that list. The biggest one was Roger Brzezinski of Green Bay stealing a lady's trailblazer from Huska Park at gunpoint back in 2017. That lady had a one and a three-year-old with her. The three-year-old and the mother got out of the car, or out of the SUV, but the one-year-old was in the back seat, in a car seat when he took off, and police began chasing him, and eventually he crashed that SUV, and police shot and killed that guy after he wasn't complying 
with with their commands and um so that that's probably like the biggest police shooting that we've had in the last you know what 10 years or so i think tim grinky emailed me back i missed the john ritter one when i was trying to recall these and he said that uh john ritter no not john ritter brandon ritter john ritter is the guy from three's company i believe <laughs> brandon ritter back in 2016 and then before that Oh, there was a shooting in Alaska in 2010, but before that, there hadn't been a shooting since 2005, Joseph Smith. So, and I bring all this stuff up because we, the police released a video today of the shooting that happened back in August 3rd. I'm just trying to pull up this video one more time. We can listen to it. So if you have some kids that don't need to hear gunfire and screaming, uh, maybe... Turn the radio off for a minute. It's going to be maybe two minutes here. Uh, if you if you don't want to hear this video, it's it's not like all that bad, but it's I mean you can hear gunshots. They don't really sound like gunshots too much, but you definitely can hear a guy screaming after he gets shot. So here's the August third incident between Officer Darling and Alan Crook when when they exchange gunfire. Can you talk to me? No, no, no. I'm hit, I'm hit, in the vest. Get back. 64, I've been hit, I'm in the vest, I believe I'm all right. He's inside, there are children in the house. I am setting up a perimeter to the south in the red building. Red building, southeast corner. All right, you can check that video out, wisdomnews.com. Uh, it's way more interesting to watch than to listen to, although I, th- I think it is pretty pretty impactful to even listen to that exchange happen and puts you puts maybe puts the job of police in perspective a little bit as opposed to when you just see them every day passing them in your car as you, you know, maybe feather the brake so it doesn't look so obvious that you were speeding. Uh, a couple of texts come in. John texts in, strong support for La Crosse Police Department. Best wishes to Officer Darling. These guys put up with so much BS Good equipment is essential and did its job to protect the officer, both the vest and the camera. So I think maybe the biggest thing we take from this is there are body cams. Police have body cams on them. We can see what they're doing. Uh, Do you feel like you need to see the body cam video when these things happen? Police don't always release the body cam video. So a lot of these incidents, but this one, they, they do release the body cam video. Do you want to see more of these? Would you like police to release all the body cam videos? Uh, that happen in some of these questionable, um, maybe not questionable, but some of these, you know, uh, offenses between police and, and citizens. And, you know, if the, if the video isn't going to show police in good light, then they're not going to release it, I wouldn't think, unless the media gets a hold of it. Um, but and in, in this case, it, it definitely shows, like, how tough it is being a police officer. Libertarian guy texts in. He said he watched the videos. It appears that the perpetrator attempted to shoot the officer or a second time. So maybe once or once right away and then a second time. I hope they can charge this guy with attempted murder. His intent was clear. He's on the ground. He's libertarian guy texts in. He's on the ground from being hit the first time. So and then he attempts to aim his weapon again at the officers. Yeah, so I strongly suggest if you want to check these videos out to 
watch the 44 second video. And then after that, you can kind of see where the guy flashes the gun. You're like, Oh, there it is. That's why officer darling started shooting. And then when darling comes back to this tool shed along the house, you can see crook on the ground and if you watch a regular speed, you're just like, oh, he's just on the ground. What is he doing? Why is he shooting him again? But then you see the, you see it in the slow speed, and you're like, oh, there's the gun. It's pointed right at Darling. And I think that's where Kruk, Kruk hits Darling in the chest. Darling, of course, had a bullet. Well, he doesn't, of course, have, but he luckily had a bulletproof vest on. Uh, it would be nice if we, uh, we could get at some point. I don't think police can talk about this stuff until the dude's in jail or, or set free for some reason, you know, until he's convicted. Um, it but maybe more in general is, you know, how many officers do have body cams on, how many officers have bulletproof vests on and, you know, and just what's that like always in the, the whole mindset of, you know, we've talked about having the mindset of having a body cam on at all times, because that might be a little bit nerve wracking. I, I know Facebook live video is on over here and that's nerve wracking and I'm not a police officer. So, you know, they're always being judged, I guess, with the body cam. And then obviously what's it like wearing a, bulletproof vest is it uncomfortable is it it's got to be hot are they always wearing bulletproof vests be, it'd be interesting to get uh their take on, on just some general questions when you see stuff like this and you want to put yourself in the shoes of a police officer 608-785-7914 the better hearing center talking text line we'll take another quick break and we'll be back after this right here on wisdom 92.3 fm 1410 am facebook live wisdomnews.com if you want to listen to it and it's on the podcast if you want to listen later all right we'll be back all right welcome back lacrosse talk pm just a couple minutes left here if you want to chime in talking text line better hearing center 608-785-7914 the better hearing center talking text line i should say on our website a couple of interesting stories GOP refuses to let call settle a lawsuit under lame duck laws. It's a lawsuit that we don't get to hear about because it's confidential and the GOP doesn't want, doesn't know about it either. Apparently. So they're, they're not going to let the attorney general settle it, but they don't know what it is. So it's a little weird. I, I, I talked about it during the first newscast and I'm not going to get into it again, but go and read it on wisdomnews.com. It's fairly interesting. There is another bill that's a little bit interesting, too. And maybe we get into this tomorrow. A Wisconsin bill would set the age at 21 to buy tobacco and nicotine. And it's not just that, too. I think it's going to up the age for just buying vaping products. So not even like nicotine, but like the the vape. It's the the e-cigarette. I don't know, the, the little memory stick. <laughs> that's the best way I could describe it. I'm not a smoker, so I don't know. Whatever you use to vape, so maybe, you know, the the device itself, they're going to up that age too, I believe, because nobody knows what this stuff is doing to our lungs and to our bodies, even if it doesn't have nicotine in it and you're smoking this this water vapor or flavored water vapor and it gets into your lungs. Uh, We don't really know what that's doing to our bodies yet, so there's a bill out there to up the age to 21 for nicotine and tobacco, and I believe... I'm trying to skim the story. I believe they're going to up the age for buying the vaping device to possibly 18.2, which seems kind of weird because it's just an electronic device. That would be like, maybe it would be, I could have this wrong. There's, I thought I had it now and now that I'm looking at this story. It could be wrong, but 
It would be weird to make the vaping device itself. You got to be 18 to buy that. That would be like forcing you to be 18 to buy cigarette papers, right? Not even just, not even the stuff that goes in them, but the papers themselves. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Uh, got two minutes of spots left to go, and then uh, we're going to wrap up the show. If you want to go to wisdomnews.com and check out this video from the La Crosse Police Department on that August 3rd shooting, I suggest you do so. Whether you like police or not, this video will show you just exactly what it takes to be a police officer. Uh, they're not just out there trying to pull you over for speeding. Uh, every once in a while, it doesn't happen often, but police get involved in a shooting and, and this is what happens. An officer gets shot in the chest and we read about it August 4th or so, you know, right after the shooting happened, but it doesn't hit you as big as when you see it on a body cam. So do you agree that all police should have body cams and that all this footage should be made public? Cause there's been bills going through Wisconsin that not all of this stuff should be made public. Um, there's some details there that in, in the weeds there that why this video would be made public versus that video wouldn't be made public. But um, do you agree that all these videos should be made public and, and that we need more of these videos just to put ourselves in the shoes of police officers, whether it's a shooting or whether it's just like a, a domestic disturbance, which is what this was to begin with, but it turned into a shooting. So you never know how these things can escalate. All right, we're going to take another quick break and we'll be back to wrap up right here on Wisdom. All right, welcome back. Uh, had Merrick Tim Cabot in here yesterday, so I forgot to do this because we instead we went a little silly to start the show and did our top three movies of all time. If you want to check that out at wisdomnews.com. You can see the po- go to podcast. You can you can listen to the interview about with Merrick Tim Cabot. I didn't do the animal fact of the day yesterday. I'm going to try to do this at the same time, and it won't be this time tomorrow. Hopefully, it'll be uh, maybe after the second news break. But it, it coincides with a, a story on our wisdomnews.com website. Rare beer spotted in Wisconsin. I'm going to try to pronounce it. Epiolodes peliosilius. It's a, a, a bee. It's only been spotted like three times. 2002, 2006, and 2014. Until it was spotted just recently in Wisconsin. Wisconsin has 500 species of bees. 500 they have. Uh, some bee facts for your animal fact of the day. Or facts. Uh, honeybees must gather nectar from 2 million flowers to make one pound of honey. Two million flowers, one pound of honey. One bee has to fly about 90,000 miles three times around the globe to make one pound of honey. So 90,000 miles, three times around the globe, two million flowers. 